You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. We a refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuse, refuse, great geek, great geek, refuse, refuse. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Like, yeah, uh, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. I'm totally going to use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At the Diner, the flagship podcast here on the Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. Uh, our co-hosts, as always, James Rambo, MC Brooks. We're jumping right in because we're talking about the best TV from 2023. This is our part two. We did movies, we did food, and various other conversations in the first part. So make sure you check that out if you haven't listened to that yet. We're going to hit the ground running, guys, because we got a good momentum going here. Uh, I'm going to start off with a TV show, and I'm not going to lead with the best one. And I'm not going to lead with my favorite. I'm going to lead with one that was amazing because it was way better than I was expecting it to be. I knew it was going to be good because I love the character and because I love the idea of something new, something fresh, doing something different with a character that hasn't been done really before like this. Um, but I was blown away by how good it was. And that was my adventures with Superman. If you haven't seen it yet, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's well done. The animation is good. The story is fresh. It takes new inroads with a character that we know. So you're getting something familiar, you're getting soups, but then you're getting a different telling of how things go. Um, and I thought that that was a, a blast. Not only that, Jack Quaid, I enjoy the shit out of Jack Quaid doing just about anything. Um, he's <laughs> great. He's great as Boimler on Star Trek Lower Decks. Um, he's great in The Boys. Uh, he's great in this. Um, I, I enjoyed every minute of my adventures as Superman. I can't wait for the next season. So we'll go thoughts on this one, guys, and then uh, MC, you'll give us your uh, a TV show, and then Rambo, you'll give us one. Um, but would you guys? I've seen... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've I, 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 no, I'm sorry. I, I haven't I haven't watched it, but every clip I've seen from this show looks absolutely incredible. And if you listen to the last episode of our podcast, when I said uh, one of my biggest gripes to people who were like, "Who asked for this?" I remember saying a lot of "Who asked for this?" when this when this was announced. Why are we doing more Superman? Why can't we get something with other original characters? Why can't we do something with someone else? And then look, we get something awesome that comes out of it, at least from what I've, yeah. what I've seen of, of the show. Um, it, it looks it looks really awesome. It looks really wholesome. And I think too, like, it's kind of good to have something like this come out because, um, and this could be a much larger conversation. We can have it at a later time. But there really does need to be, there really is something to be said about needing to revamp the image of Superman in the aftermath of Zack Snyder. And the fact that so yeah. many people seem to not have a good idea of what Superman is or is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So when you get depictions like this and some of the criticisms of it, 
are more are are more in line with like how come like why is he being nice to these people why is he behaving in this manner why would superman care about getting a cat down from a tree and it's like i'm sorry like he's not the warmonger that we have seen for the last 10 years in yeah. Zack snyder's vision like this is generally speaking who, who superman has always been and i think shows like this like, like i said i haven't I haven't watched it, but what I've seen of it has been has been really awesome. And I think we need more stuff like this so that we can get away from these terrible uh, these this terrible social idea of who Superman suppo- is is supposed to be, you know, in the post Zack Snyder world. Rambo, what was the name of the actor that we talked about um, that said I yeah, did I turned quote. down yeah I turned down Jake Lordy. Yeah, Jacob, yeah, Jacob Lordy, Lordy yeah. the guy who played uh, Elvis in the, uh, the recent Priscilla biopic, um, turned it down. Turned down, turned out auditioning, like refused to even audition for uh, Superman Legacy because quote that's too dark for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, they need to clean that shit up for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't watched it yet, like take take some time. Like it's on HBO Max. Like it, you'll you'll very much enjoy it. It's it's Superman that makes you walk away from the episode happy because you're like, that's what Superman should be. <laughs> like he's uplifting, and it's it's exactly what he should be. I keep forgetting it exists. <laughs> I, I, I won't even hold you. Me too, because I yeah. just I just reactive, reactivated my Max uh, subscription like a week ago. Yeah, and and completely, and I was like, oh yeah, I forget, this came out this year. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What I watched, I really enjoyed, but I just need to watch more of it. Yeah, uh, Mr. Brooks, give us a TV show, man. Alrighty. Um... My, my TV show list is not super long. Um, well, I'll start with the, the one that will spark the, probably the least conversation. Um, the live action One Piece that came out <laughs> that came out this year, um, which, you know, m- like like much like video games, anime adaptations does not have the biggest, brightest, or best history ever. <laughs> in, across God, I just remember people trashing Cowboy Bebop, the live version uh, of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, oh, and the... Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho just came out, and that's getting the same treatment because apparently yeah. they tried to squeeze uh, like seventy something episodes into five. Yeah, um, <laughs> but the 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 big the the big thing was um, you know the success of the the live action One Piece show, which did condense fifty two episodes into ten episodes, but was done with the creator you know on board helping them to map everything out and make sure that the the spirit of the story was still there and making sure that that the that uh the 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 people that were cast actually were good portrayals of who the characters are and not who they're supposed to be which is also why the the cast is is uh, was very diverse um and i want to say they like they 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 completely nailed it like as someone who has watched the original animated version and was very curious but skeptical about this because of the track record and the, the fact that the cast all seem to really enjoy each other they have really great chemistry with each other uh the fact that they all feel like the characters like it doesn't feel like uh someone cosplaying and trying to be you know what they watched years ago or 
or their own take on this. It. Like, oh no, this is this is actually him. Like, it's very easy if you're familiar to lose yourself in it because it, it feels like the characters. And I also think it's just a good way to also get new people to you know perhaps be interested enough to to check it out. They they hit all the story beats. The acting was great. The pacing was was great. Even the minor changes they made, I feel like kind of made the story better than what I remember it being. And I, I don't think that that's bad um, because it does distinguish itself enough from the original that it's worth watching, even if you are familiar with the original thing. Um, and it was it's a huge hit. Um, I'm very happy that the creator took months off to work on it to make sure that it was actually right. And it's going to be getting a sequel, or rather season two. It was it was successful enough that it's getting um, a season two, and you know it. Yeah, it's it was it was really it was really awesome. That's awesome, man. There's nothing worse than a bad adaptation of something you love. So, oh yeah, yeah, I I, 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 I couldn't imagine. Yeah, James Rambo. What say you, my friend? Give me a TV show that you loved in 2023. Uh... Poker Face. Poker Face yeah. is a show on Peacock. It stars Natasha Lyonne uh, and has a phenomenal cast of supporting actors. Uh, imagine if Natasha Lyonne played Columbo, uh, but in a modern setting. <laughs> okay. That could not be a more direct version of what the show is. Oh, yeah. And, and it's. Um, uh, the showrunner, writer, and uh, at least head writer and and sort of overall director of the show is uh, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> okay, yeah, oh. in all right. <laughs> it yeah. is really funny. It is wonderfully executed. Uh, all of the the like I said, the cast is phenomenal. Um, the the sort of shtick of it, like the conceit of it, is uh, I think Charlie is her name. Charlie, uh, Leon's character, always knows if somebody's lying to her. She's it's not like a superpower or anything. And, and basically the explanation they give for it, she's like, I don't know how to explain it. I just know. Um and I what is it? I think it's she can she can do it over the phone, she can do it in person, she can't just but she can't like watch a video of somebody uh uh who says something and say whether or not they were lying. She's like, I, I kinda have to it has to be an interaction. Um but so like she'll come into something knowing, oh. This person's full of shit. She won't know the truth. She'll just know if you're lying. So, uh, first episode, uh, she, by the end of it, she's put together that a friend of hers has been killed, uh, by a, by a mobster, uh, played by, or, or at least, at least the order was given to kill her by a mobster said mobster played by Ron Perlman. Uh, and so the entire rest of the show is her on the lamb trying to escape from him. And the way they get around some of the modern technology stuff is like, well, if she has a cell phone on her, he can track that. So she doesn't have a phone. So they, they like, like they find very clever ways to like cut out like certain modern contrivances that would make things a little too easy. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of consistent characters throughout. Uh, Benjamin Bratt plays the uh, muscle for the mobster that's constantly trying to track her down uh, and it takes place over the course of like a year uh, that he's been following her around the country um, but I mean let's see um, fucking Judith Light 
uh, 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 fucking Angela um, from Who's the Boss? Angela nice. from, from Who's the Boss? Um, nice. Laurel. Um, uh, I, I was, I was trying. I'm, I pulled it up on Peacock, and I was like, yeah. "Is that him?" Is yeah, it is. In fact, <laughs> nice. yes, it is. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, like I, for whatever reason, there's the only two that come to mind right now. But like. Yeah. A huge oh Joe Gordon Levitt Joe Gordon Levitt is in there. Oh, um, Noah Segan uh, shows up. He's he's one of uh, uh, Ryan Johnson's regulars. Um, it's yeah, it's a phenomenal cast. It's all really well done. It's really funny and sweet, uh, while also being really uh, fun and entertaining and and like good solid mysteries. If you enjoyed uh, Knives Out and Glass Onion, um, this is just like here's forty five minutes. Uh, forty-five minute chunks of that. So, uh, yeah, and like in a perfect world, we would get a crossover between her and Benoit Blanc. Um, but uh, you know, I'll 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 hope and pray for it. If we get it, great. And if not, that's okay too. Uh, I think it was like nine or ten episodes. All of it's on Peacock. Here's ten. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah and it's it's, it it's certainly I, set up for for more, but is yeah. also works really well, self-contained. A quick cool. question. I love that this episode is called "Escape from Shit Mountain." Yes, That's nice. <laughs> I um, I have a quick question for you, Rambo. Um, right. We're not going to delve into it much because it may open up a can of worms. Um, did you watch Justified City Primeval? I have not watched it yet. Good. I haven't either. We'll wa- <laughs> okay. Okay. This makes me very very happy. Okay. We can watch it. We will watch it simultaneously. Okay. All right. Good. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, Put yeah, a it's pin in it. We'll talk about I it later. Watched any okay. of it yet? Good. Okay. 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 Good. Um, <laughs> um, I want to do some quick hitters because um, we're we want to stay precise today for this episode. Um, quick hitters. Um, Star Trek Lower Decks is a fucking blast. Um, it, it is. It is. It's the animated series that they do for Star Trek. That's very tongue in cheek. Very Rick and Morty style. Um, you a little time, man. You, you can take your time with it. Okay. Yeah. I just, I have a lot to talk about. Um, oh, dude, yeah. No, yeah there's a, yeah. at least one or two that I definitely have yeah. to talk about. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, it's so much fun, but it's not making fun of Star Trek. It's making fun of Star Trek where you're in on the joke. You're not laughing at them. They're laughing with them. And the people who write this love this fucking show and this series and the the community and you can see it. And it's, it's so much fun and so enjoyable, but so goddamn funny too. Um, I absolutely love it. While we're on Star Trek, Star Trek Strange New Worlds is exactly what I was hoping Star Trek would be when it came back. Star Trek Discovery is, is way more adventurous. Let's be clear, okay? I think to their own detriment. Um, Discovery's good, but I think it's too much for a lot of people. Um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds was like, all right, we swung the pendulum way far with Discovery, which has done some great things. Let's swing it back a little bit for Strange New Worlds. And Strange New Worlds has found that happy medium where I think both old and new fans are enjoying it. This last season was fucking phenomenal. It was so good. Uh, there were so many episodes. That, there was a a, a a fucking musical episode. And I was like, musical episodes are lame. And I watched it and I was like, I fucking love musical episodes. Like it, li- <laughs> it literally shifted my, my opinion of it. Um, there's an episode here that hit me so hard because of the stuff that de- deals with veterans and PTSD and the, also the survivor's guilt that some people have that I was like, this is fucking brutal. 
Um, there were some episodes that were gut-wrenching. There were some episodes that were uplifting and they just do it so well and seamlessly tie it all together. Um, I can't wait for season three. Um, it's it's so goddamn good. Um, I, I Rem, I know you watch uh, Strange New Worlds, right? We haven't watched the finale. Ooh, okay. I'm glad I, keep, I didn't go into spoilers. Okay. I appreciate it. I, yeah. Every time I talk to Katie about it, she's like, ah. she's yeah. she is very mercurial about like. I get it. I haven't if you touched don't the last at the right time. Yeah, I haven't touched the last season of uh, Ted Lasso, but for a very different oh, reason funny. because I know it might be the last season, and it makes me really sad, and I don't want to watch it because I don't want it to end. If that makes oh, sense. Oh man. Yeah, I gotta watch it at some <laughs> point. I know. Um, yeah. Um, Strange New Worlds was 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 phenomenal. It it, it and like a total man crush on Captain Christopher Pike, Anson Mount. Like Anson Mount, whew. yeah, Anson Mount, right? me, goddamn, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah, he's and he's like he's handsome and he's funny and he's charming and like also like kind of doing a Anson Mount thing with my hair right now. Um, you know he's not a singer. You know he's not a stage Broadway performer, but when they did that musical episode, that motherfucker gave 150%. He was trying so goddamn hard, and you just love him for it. You're just like, you're not even good at this, but fucking bravo, dude. Like, he, yeah, it, it is... I have zero issues with this this show. There's an episode where they do a time travel episode, and you see one of the characters fall in love with someone and then that version of that person because it's a time travel episode with you know variants and shit like that that version of that person dies and they come back to the regular timeline and they see the regular timeline version of that person but they can't tell the person that they fell in love with their variant because that would fuck the whole timeline up and this person not just like a single tear ugly cries and it was so fucking good because it was so realistic. Like, I love this person, but I can't tell them because they're not the same person, but they are the same person. And it was so well executed. It was it was brilliant. It really, really was. Whew. Star Trek. Good shit. Watch it if you haven't watched it. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, who are we up to now? Is it Rambo or is it MC? MC. MC. Give us another TV show, bud. Okay, are we doing quick hitters or? Nah, nah don't worry. In. Fuck it. Just, just yeah. any? Fuck it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to bring about, uh, I'm going to talk about one that I know for a fact at least Rambo may have on his list. Okay. Which is Follow the House of Usher. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> sir. If, if I have to pick a best of, it might be the top. It's really? It is. I think that might be the best thing. What? What is? Year. Which? Which? Um, streaming services? It's on? on Netflix, I believe. It's, it's Flanagan's new thing. It's Flanagan's new series. I'm not paying for Netflix right now. God oh, damn it! Oh, sir, you should so, just this, to watch this. Yeah. It's so goddamn you find, good. I can find you a link though. Thank you. you <laughs> yeah, it's it's a principal <laughs> thing right need, now with Netflix need, because need, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it because I I canceled mine too, but yeah. I kept it long enough to watch this to to watch this, which yeah. it wasn't even my my choice originally to to watch it, but yeah, wow, I'm fucking glad that I did because holy shit, everything about this this if you're just a fan of Edgar Allan Poe to any level, this show is is worth watching. Yeah, like the the oh my god, the, the, I had no clue what the show was like in starting it, 
I, I knew literally nothing, nothing about it. I didn't know who any of these people were. Like, oh, okay, I get to watch a rich family die. That's dope, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, and then, like, the kind of the the more you watch into it, and the the more you watch it, and the more you realize one the just from a writing a uh, writing perspective, like the connection to Poe's works within each within each episode. Um, and then you start to learn more about the the family and the story and and thing. And they do this this cool thing of going between um, what's the main character's name again? Um, it's Rod, Roderick, Roderick Roger. Usher. Yeah, right. Going between uh, Rod, young Roderick, and um, what's his sister's name again? I want to say Madeline, uh, but I don't think that's right. Hold on. It, uh, uh, yeah, I think it, Madeline feels correct, but I, I I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. Um, but they do this thing where okay, they, it is it is Madeline. Yeah, it is, it is Madeline. Okay, yeah. Where you're 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 going between young Roderick and and Madeline, and you get to see Roderick's family, or at least his wife, the early days, and like kind of how they got their start, and splitting that with the things that are going on in the present. And there's even like the sequences that you see very early on that don't like you don't mean anything, but by the time you get to the end, you kind of get the the connecting point it's like oh that's not just a countdown gotcha <laughs> um Ooh, it's, man, it's, yeah. it's it's it is a wild ride of a show and um it reminds me well i don't want to say that because that, that may spoil something but it reminds me of something something else of of uh i've watched um and like i all i can really say is like literally just go watch it for yourself the act, acting is is great the, the plot is great um if you are if you are squeamish about uh, death, though, maybe uh, maybe maybe don't maybe don't watch it, or at least uh, don't watch uh, some some episodes of it. I should say. At the very least, skip the second episode. Yeah, yeah. There, 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 there's, a, there's a few that are like, yeah. If you're squeamish, if you're squeamish about stuff, but other than that, like, yeah, yeah. This it's this quite possibly might be the best thing to come out this year. I'm surprised because I, I feel like I haven't seen much dialogue about, like I haven't seen very many people talking about the show. And I don't know if that's because people have gotten rid of Netflix or maybe I've, I've the circles that I yeah. see that I'm in, I just don't really, I just haven't seen anyone talk about it. But yeah, that's, it's for me, that's the best thing I watched, watched this year for sure. Or at least and one of the two. I am going to say, I'm a little disappointed in the internet that there's not more fall of Usher and Usher Raymond meme mashups. <laughs> like it's right there, guys get it fucking together. <laughs> it. Yes. Very much that. Um, it is an absolutely phenomenal cast that includes a bunch of Flanagan's regulars, uh, the Flanagan as they're referred to. Flanagan. Um, okay. Kate Siegel, Carl Gugino, Bruce Greenwood, Mary McDonald, Rahul Coley, Mark Hamill, Henry Thomas, Zach mm-hmm. Guilford, nice. um, Katie Parker, uh, Tania Miller, Carl Lumbly. Um, Why do I recognize that oh, name? I, Who's Carl, Carl Lumbly? Uh, he was in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's Falcon and Winter um, Soldier. He's the voice of Martian um, Manhunter. He's, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. he's fucking Mantis. Uh, <laughs> okay. But... Uh, I, so, and I completely like the show is so good that I had, I had completely forgotten about this one whole controversy that surrounded it early on. 
uh, in production, Frank Langella was supposed to play, or rather was cast and was playing Roderick Usher. And oh, didn't he have a whole like he's a piece he of shit moment? Was harassing women on set and he was being yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. And he got the stanky boot because yeah. they don't play that shit. Yeah. Um, and this is and it's one of those like wonderful things of like when you have the right people in power, that's what's gonna happen. But yeah. also, um I would imagine just the closeness that Mike Flanagan uh, encourages and maintains with his sets. Um yeah, you don't get to fuck around like that. Uh-uh. Yeah. I it, I by no means making an excuse. I could see it be I don't I don't know the degree to which he was doing this. It could have just been like gross old man flirting. Um either way, whatever it was, nah man, we'll do that shit here. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And Bruce yep. Greenwood is brought in to replace him. And man, I, my TV dad, yeah. Bruce Greenwood, oh, yes. is nobody upset about that shit. He is <laughs> absolutely fucking that. phenomenal. Yeah. One um, of his man. monologues is one of his monologues is going. I'm seeing starting to make the rounds on like TikTok now. The lemon the monologue. About that. Yeah, the lemon. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Oh, you guys have sold. You guys have sold me completely. Like I will. I will totally watch this now. It is. And like, did you read a lot of Poe? Yeah. Fucking love Poe. Easter eggs. I literally, I literally made, I literally made a Poe reference in Ethan Stone PI, the comic book that I wrote. Like, I literally make a Poe (laughs) reference. I make a cask of Amontillado reference that like only a few people got when they read it, and they're like, "Oh shit, that's Poe." I was like, "Fucking thank you." A bunch of the characters are uh, well. Every character is named after, uh, for the most part, a Poe character. Yeah. August, Tamerlane, Madeline, Juno, Roderick uh verna camille like these are there's all i mean every yeah. episode is named after a poem or a short story or a novel that he wrote yeah uh or did he write novels no just uh, short stories and things um and it, it so like you'll go if you if you pay attention to the title of the episode yeah. you'll have a pretty good idea what's going to happen to at least one of the characters um nice and yeah carl guccino is giving a fucking master class in this show she plays like a dozen different characters. I mean, I would I would watch her just like make eggs. Like read the fucking geez. phone book. I yeah, yeah I'm right? down. Yeah. Um what are you doing today, Carla? Oh, I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm I'm in. Let's do it. One this. of honestly, one of and, and this is sort of a, a, a dark horse thing. One of my favorite performances in this show is from an actor named Michael Truco. Michael Truco is the only thing I really clearly remember seeing him in uh is he was sam in battlestar galactica he was starbucks uh husband um and i remember seeing him at the time being like hey he's all right he is so fucking slimy in this show <laughs> he uh uh he plays uh roderick's old boss um oh god yeah. and, <laughs> and oh, he, that that guy oh man that dude is amazing and i will say uh, also, this show, um, as much as I love Midnight Mass, and I really do love Midnight Mass, it does not suffer from the monologue issue that Midnight Mass had. If for no other reason, there are monologues, but they are placed at like payoff points. So it's the time. It, so it doesn't like interrupt the narrative. It hits at a time when you want it. And and it's really effectively done. Um, 
but yeah like uh like mc said it is fucking brutal one of the most gruesome things yeah i've seen in horror happens in the second episode um and like this is this is not a new thing for mr flanagan like one of the most fucked up visceral injuries i've ever seen was in gerald's game um one of the most visceral brutal things i've ever seen is um what he did to the baseball boy what yeah what he does to fucking oh oh, fucking trembles Uh, oh uh, no (laughs) i hated that i loved the scene the movie was phenomenal but like i was watching that and i'm like oh i don't want to watch this anymore but i have Mm -hmm. to because i love the book yeah um yeah no it's it's so fucking good and i really hope they release a hard copy of it because i want to be able to watch that Um, again same same yeah uh we got a couple minutes guys and it sucks because one of the ones that we have not mentioned that i know all of us have on our list need deserves more time but we gave it so much time during its run so i think it's fair for us to mention last of us last of us yeah yeah if that's, you want to know our, yeah i said it's one of my top yeah. my top two like yeah. that's mm-hmm. my other one. Oh yeah Absolutely. that's my that was my number one this year um and it 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 was pretty close because i got two others that were real close to it but last of us was far and away the best one um if you want to know our opinions we we have episodes they're they're check them out listen to them we go into great detail about how good this fucking Mm -hmm. show was um i'm gonna give it a quick mention i really wasn't as happy with this season as i was with the previous two and that's mandalorian mandalorian was okay i enjoyed it because it's star wars again it's it's pizza what's better than pizza more pizza great um Ahsoka. Fucking loved Ahsoka. Thought it was great. I I love that we're getting to see these characters that were animated, live action, and Dave Filoni's like, I'm finishing my fucking stories that I started. I don't give a shit. And they've been good. They've been um, fun to watch. But like, again, we get to continue to see Hayden Christensen get his flowers that he fucking deserved in the early 2000s for his portrayal of Anakin Skywalker. And like, he's just, every time they bring him back, he was great in Obi-Wan. He was fucking great in Ahsoka. Like he, they're just doing such a good job with him. Um, I wanted to mention those real quick. I want to mention one that was really close second to Last of Us. Really fucking close. And that's Loki. Yes. Yeah. Loki yeah. was very good. Yeah. Excellent. It, yeah. They were both outstanding. Um, I think Last of Us, if I had to rank them, I think Last of Us was better, but it ain't by much. Um, and then I'm going to mention this one because we will never mention this show ever fucking again. And that's secret invasion. Fuck that show. <laughs> fuck Marvel for what they did. Yeah. I am never talking hey, about this show first, ever again. First five episodes. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. First five episodes can, can definitely be on the list. Oh yeah. If we, if we just don't, if we, if we ignore, uh, sick, cause like we talked, I mean, we talked about it in the review, but it, like, it really sucks. That we wasted like, really prime performances by Samuel L. Jackson and mm-hmm. Don Cheadle, especially the, the, their interaction. And in, I think it's episode two or three where they're at yeah. the restaurant. And what was Talos's name? The actor, I can know. I always forget his name. Mendelson. Uh, ben Mendelson. Ben, yeah. ben Mendelson. Yeah. Bendelson. Bendelson. Yes. Great job. <laughs> Bendelson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, First five episodes can be on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Not the last. Yeah. Go ahead yeah. guys. Give me, it's give me anything strong. that we missed. Yeah. Um. So, uh apple tv plus adapted uh one of uh a, a series i really enjoyed but one like like hands down katie's favorite books uh is the silo series 
um, by a guy named Hugh Howey. Uh, the show is called Silo. It is a fucking like rock star cast of uh, David Oyelowo, uh, Will Patton, Rebecca Ferguson, Tim Robbins. Um, and it is fucking excellent. Uh, it is, uh, you know, distant dystopian future humanity all lives inside these underground silos because we've destroyed the world. Um, and there are really, you know, fucked up fascistic rules about like, you know, nobody goes outside. If you go outside, you're going to die. Uh, if you even say, I want to go outside, that is granted. You are going. No one, you don't get to joke about that. Um, you don't even get to make a, a mere suggestion of it. Uh, and it manages to be a, like a, like a noirish Western mystery that also is a sci-fi story. And, um, and, and is a dystopian future story. And uh, it is beautifully shot like the visual effects in the show are incredible um because at all times it feels like they built this entire fucking set uh it is oh oh fucking common commons in it is too, as well and he's, oh. he's doing a hell of a job um it is really really impressive uh i'm super looking forward to more of it coming up um uh, the other thing, and total fucking unexpected sleeper hit, uh, Katie kept being like, we should watch this thing, we should watch this thing, and I was like, I, I don't give a shit, I don't want The fucking Goosebumps show on oh. Hulu and Disney Plus. Really? Shockingly good. It hmm. is funny, and it pretty creepy in spots. It is also, like, way more progressive than I would have expected it to be. It is way like like they're, they're taking big swings in terms of like the the content they're they're talking about, like the um the subject matter, like it's pretty fucking racy too. Like there is at least like I want to say there's like an edging reference, and and somebody mentions <laughs> porn at least once, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? This is a Disney Plus show. Um, but it's, it's, uh, they, they, they do their absolute best to try and like have fun with things, but play it pretty straightforward the entire time. But at the end of the day, you gotta call the little ventriloquist dummy slappy and they try their best to avoid saying his name as long as they can, but eventually they just have to, you just have to commit and you have to lean into it. Um, but yeah, it's uh uh really well done. Um again, uh, uh huge surprise, huge fucking surprise, uh the quality of that show. Uh I think it's like 10 episodes total, the whole thing, the whole first season's out. Um yeah, definitely recommend picking that up. Anything else, MC? Um, only thing I'll toss in, um season two of Sonic Prime was 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 excellent. Uh, season two of Abbott Elementary, also great. Um, mm -hmm. Controversy surrounding the show aside, really looking forward to season three. And, uh, oh, also uh, the finales for Attack on Titan that came out this year, uh, also uh, awesome, despite uh, their own issues going on overseas. Uh, but that, those, are, those are the last three for me. 
Good stuff, man. We got a pretty good list here for sure. Um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I want to thank both of you as well as all as always, man. I mean, you guys are awesome. And like this was much needed because as I'm sure so many of you are experiencing as um, most corporate America is pretending like the pandemic never existed. Um, we're all expected to come back to work and work three times as hard for about the same pay. Um, that has beat me down if I'm being real. Um, so this is a really great outlet. Um, so I appreciate you both for, for having the time to do this because I know we're all busy. So it makes my week a little bit better every single time we get to do this wonderful podcast that we do. Um, that being said as well, the listeners, let me thank all of you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, I love that there's GGR shit everywhere now. Um, somebody was at the Cleveland Browns, uh, Denver Broncos game in Denver, wearing a Cleveland pierogies, uh, hoodie, uh, our buddy, Manny, Manny was wearing the hoodie and he says, my wife loves her New York pizza one. Like I made a New York pastrami one. He bought that too. Like, it's so fucking cool that the shit that we do and create is now like branching out all over the place, like branch timelines, if you will, hmm. tie back to Loki. Um, no, it's fucking, it's fucking great, man. I love it. Um, I can't guarantee listeners that we're going to do another episode this year. We met, we met, I would love to do one. I would love to see if we could get a guest or maybe even bring in some of our other GGR uh, folk and maybe just shoot the shit, um, and talk about some more stuff. We'll see, you know, we appreciate that you guys, um, continue to listen. We appreciate that you continue to subscribe. Hey, if you ever want to support the great geek refuge, the best way to do it is either buy the t-shirts and stuff that we sell the stickers and things like that. Or you can go to Patreon five bucks, man, five bucks a month, throw some money at us. We'll appreciate you. Um, and you help keep the website and the podcast running. Go ahead and wrap up, guys. Again, thank you, fellas. Thank you, listeners. Um, we'll be back soon. And remember, folks, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!